Can you just talk a little bit about what brought you here and why, why you're here? The main reason I came was because of convenience, because of the vicinity of the church to Finneytown and wanting to have a diverse type of congregation for, for Joshua, my son. I heard for the first time I heard Jerry Kirk uh, preach and he was doing some like some small groups and I thought this man is good and uh, I said oh I think I'll go to the church. <laughs> this is a hard question but sure. I want to know how much you have had to struggle with racism. Uh, I think the, probably one of the most uh, uh, vivid things that happened uh, to, to us was that during the time of Jerry Kirk was here. And uh, Jerry, you know how we used to say, hold hands? And we would be standing there, we'd be in the chapel or in the sanctuary, and the person next door to us would, next to us would fold their arms. They would not give their hand, you know? And, uh, you know, and I just had to be really, I had to pray a lot about it, you know, just to really see, you know, is this what God wants us, you know? And Actually, no. Nothing, none at all. Um, the kids, like I said, they were very embracing, you know, like they didn't like, oh, you know, something wrong with him. And no, they, they totally accepted me for who I was. People are struggling with it. You know, it's, if you are in a white environment and that is not a part of your natural life and people unlikely begin to invade your space, um, you, ha you know, you, you are surprised and then you, you, you really do look at the differences. At the beginning, it was sort of difficult. You know, for me being an African American man, it was uh, wasn't welcome. You know, I spoke to people, and some people just turned away. But when you look four years ago to now, you know, if I would just just follow my flesh, I wouldn't be in a position now to be elect deacon. It depends on how you define racism. Um, I don't think I've really experienced anyone having really animosity towards me because of the color of my skin. But I think people, there's a lot of People just don't understand. They, a lot of people haven't had a lot of contact with African American people. A lot of African American people haven't had a lot of contact, so to speak, with uh, white people um, on a social or, you know, really intermingling on a social basis. So, what do you think our church needs to do next to grow in this area? Ask some difficult questions. And you know, I think about what the Bible says, you know, that we should confess our sins to one another that we may be healed. And I think it begins with confession and talking and being able to say, well, I had this experience, so no, I'm not comfortable with black people. Or I had this experience, so I'm, no, I'm not comfortable with white people. And I think that's the beginning of a healing within the body of Christ. I think being welcoming is uh, not so much about greeting with a handshake at the door, although that's part of it. Um, I think it's more about developing relationships, and I believe that we're headed in the right direction as I see more and more examples of that, um, where relationships are being developed across racial, racial bounds based on involvement in ministry. There's no perfect church, whether it's black or whether it's white. What we need to do is look at ourselves and see what we can do, you know, to help matter how God can use me or us to help this church see that there, there's no difference besides the color of the skin. It's not about learning how to do things differently, learning how to say the right things at the right time, do the right things at the right time, but I believe it's a heart issue. And there's only one who can change a heart, and I believe that's Jesus Christ. 
Um, and so I, I truly believe that the only way that this can happen is for us to be a people who are truly, totally surrendered to God so that God can work through us, change our hearts, and allow us to be the community of people He wants us to be.